And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Okay, here we are, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Starting up the show. This is I'm Doc Manson. At Doc Manson. This is awkward. This is Alright, what did you want to talk about? This is not how we usually do things. No. Yeah, well, I'm changing things up around here. By all means, I will sit I will sit back and let you steer the ship. Alright, so this week's episode we're gonna talk about nacho chips. I I've had a lot of nachos in my day. And I've liked most of them. What are your thoughts? Um, I Nobody prefer- cares what you think! Okay. <laughs> oh, we have fun. We have fun. <laughs> That's usually what people say. <laughs> They're trying to not come across as a dick. <laughs> we have fun here. I'm just going to keep saying that. As people try not to cry in my presence. But we have fun here. Don't we? Oh, we do have fun. I prefer a thicker tortilla chip to the super thin variety. So I, I've been, you know, in my, in my local grocery store, and they have all sorts of different, you know, tortilla chips for sale. The old venerable Tostitos, but they also have, you know, all these other brands. Sure. And there are these some brands... That, you know, try to get off on giving you a more authentic experience. At least that's what they're advertising. Sure. And that's always made a certain degree of sense to me. But, I mean, I literally saw this one brand, a smaller brand of tortilla chips. And they had two bags. So they had two different varieties, this particular company. One was cantina style. Mm-hmm. And the other was restaurant style. And I have no idea what the difference is. And I was wondering if you, DC Matthews, could maybe inform this poor, uninformed soul as to the difference between cantina and restaurant style. Here's the thing that confuses me. You, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, are at your core a scientist. Yes. So why did you not purchase both bags and then hear... In our laboratory, you could try a cantina chip and try a restaurant chip and figure out this question for yourself. I didn't feel like spending $7 on tortilla chips. Um, that is a weird... I imagine they distinguish, I would guess, the cantina... Because I'm a particular fan of the Tostitos brand cantina chips, but they do have the cantina-style chips... They have the thick version and the thin version. I think it's just, hey, how many different packagings can we create for this essentially one or two products to make people feel like... And it's not like there's a difference in price. I don't believe I pay more to buy the uh, cantina style than I would to buy a regular bag of Tostitos. But I honestly don't know. Um, I always kind of thought cantina style meant restaurant style that would be what you would that would be what most people would think a cantina is a kind of a bar slash restaurant i also don't really understand what the difference is between a restaurant style tortilla chip and i think the regular garden variety bag 
I think they're thicker. I think a cantina style chip is has a little more depth to it than a traditional toast. Because Tostitos, in my opinion, are thin. Not too thin, but thin. A cantina well, style blow chip. blow your mind because yeah. Tostitos yeah. are already considered restaurant style chips. The regular Tostitos. All right, then I have no idea what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer triangles, rounds, or scoops? Or triangles. does it de- depend on your application? Honestly, it doesn't matter because they all work. Um, but if I'm just purchasing something for my own ends, it's going to be the triangles. We have Tostitos in the house. We we don't we haven't had them in a while. We actually have some because we were going I to make. I always buy whatever brand is the one for two twenty nine. That's just on the bag, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever brand that is, that's the ones we get because they taste the same. No, they're not Uts. They're like. Santina Maria or something. I don't. I believe you're referring to the Santina Morella Tostitos that are delicious. Have you been eating a lot of the Santina Morellas? Not as much as I'd like to. Let me tell you that. Mm. <clears throat> what about the tortilla chip with the hint of lime? Yes? No? Maybe so? No. Never. I will appreciate two or three of them. And then I like if if they're at a party they, um, back in the day when I used to go to parties when I when I had more than just like three friends, um, I um for a while Tostitos had a hint of jalapeno chip, which I enjoyed, but then that went away. It, I kind of feel like maybe I saw it recently, like maybe it's been back, but it did go away for several years, and I mean whatever. Same principle. I don't need a hint of anything. If I want a hint of anything on my Torcido chip, I'm just going to dip it in something anyway. So, Which begs the question, how does Doc Manson dip? Well, I certainly don't double dip. Depends on who I'm with. If I'm by Would myself, you double, I'll double dip, dip a chip in front of your wife? Is she actively watching me or am I just yes. in her presence? No, no, she's watching you. No. Unless, because she likes sour cream and I do not, if we have du- if we have literally double dips, she has her own dip, I have my dip, then I will drink the damn thing if I want to. But if you are sharing a <laughs> single no, bowl of I dip. I usually won't. And I, I don't really think she would mind if I did, but I would try my best not to. So you are a double dipper when left to your own devices. I'll triple dip. Ooh. Triangle, three points. Each one gets a little dip. Eat that part. Rotate. Dip. Hump, rotate. Okay. Or glad you have a, a strategy. Entire chip into my mouth. Yeah, that's usually what I do. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge sour cream fan. Nor am I a fan of tomatoes. Which begs the question: What do I dip? I, I honestly don't do a lot of dipping. No, I, I very, love salsa. Salsa's good. I very much enjoy. Um, just taking some shredded cheddar cheese and just having... Actually, I used to do shredded cheddar and shredded mozzarella, and I'd mix it in a little bowl, take a chip, sprinkle a little cheese. Don't heat it up. Just eat it cold. That was A nice queso dip is quite tasty. As long as we're going down the cheese. Um, I don't know what hole. it is, but liquid... Che- now, granted, I'll make nachos, which is a liquid cheese, but for some reason... Queso, the idea of queso doesn't sit well with me. I should try some. You should make your own. Like, you can get blocks of cheese, 
you know, and you'll throw some cheddar in there, and probably you probably have to put some like cream cheese in there to have something that's gonna have a lower melting point. But you put that all together in a hot pot together, and make your own little fondue style queso. That's true. Yeah, I think you'd do all right with that. That's probably true, and I could control what I put in it. Let's make. You sense. don't like cream cheese though, so I'm a ridiculously particular person, which irritates my wife sometimes. Except she is also a very particular person, so we just only buy five things. Have you tried the new grocery delivery service that uh, that exists? Do they do that in your neck of the woods? I know you're a I little... I don't know. Um, we're not that lazy yet, so... You oh, know, we some had, we had We had people... I, I live... I could walk in ten minutes to the grocery store, and people delivered our groceries on Sunday. So Great. Very nice I'm woman. Glad had trouble finding the place, but very nice woman. Did you uh, enjoy the experience overall? We we signed up for a trial of the you know the year long membership where like so I could literally every day be like oh I want a, some ding dongs, place my order and pay the delivery driver a tip and they will bring some ding dongs my way. How do you tip a delivery driver with this service? Uh, it is included in the you you do it beforehand and then you have the chance to adjust your tip after the fact. So when we did it a few weeks ago and the woman uh, dropped one of our paper bags and cracked three of our eggs, her tip went down. You're going to bring somebody's tip down for an honest mistake. She didn't, like, check the eggs. She just picked up the bag and handed it to me, and I was like... Hmm. You know, there's eggs in that bag. You should at least check. I'm not expecting you to, like, go back and buy me a new dozen, but acknowledgement that you may have broken the eggs would So have if been you nice. go to a restaurant and, you know, the waitress, you know, when she's six feet away from the table, drops your drink, shatters the glass everywhere. I will she's not going to get a tip anymore. to get her fired. Yeah, that's what because I thought. Because she is okay. ruining my experience. Yeah, seems like it. I don't leave the house that often. When I do, I expect perfection. I am like Paul Hollywood from the British Baking Show. I expect perfection. I don't know a lot about Paul Hollywood, but everything I do know about him makes me think that making that comparison isn't a flattering comparison. No. No, it's intentionally so, um, that. His so name is literally Paul Hollywood. It's not even a stage name. It says on his Wikipedia page, there was Paul Hollywood, and the woman's name was Mary Berry. B-E-R-R-Y. And she went into the baking field. Of course, what else would you do? I don't know why Paul Hollywood didn't try movies. Well, I mean, he was on a television show. He was. And then he went and did an American television show and cheated on his wife because he's a class act. That Paul yeah. Hollywood. That Paul Hollywood, whom you apparently see a lot of yourself in. I believe, I think people can tell I am being, stop playing that damn video. Um, believe people can tell I am being somewhat sarcastic. Perhaps, actually, I don't I remember. I have known you a very long time, DC. And if I can't tell when you're being facetious, I'm not sure any of our listeners can. Do you really think I would try to get someone fired for dropping a beverage? No, but I do think you would cheat on your wife. That's a terrible thing to say. Mrs. Manson, <laughs> when you hear this, I expect you to scold your husband for accusing me of such treacherous and devious and awful behavior. I didn't accuse you of the behavior. I said I could see you doing it. 
No. We know people who I can see cheating on their spouses. It's not either of us. And it's not GQ. Just making sure that's, that's covered in case he's listening. I'm not talking about him. I don't think it's tall guy. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> really hope he doesn't start listening to this show. I'm sure he could never figure out our incredible <clears throat> code for referring to these people in our personal lives. Nobody that's could true. ever figure out <clears throat> who tall guy actually is. That's true. Um, I wanted to share with you, this is not my piece of positivity, though it could be. We're doing a secret... Do you participate in any secret elf, secret Santa program in the labs? Do you do some sort of holiday gift exchange with your your lab assistants? We do not. Okay. In fact, last year, all of my employees said, can we just not do the exchanging of trivial trinkets this year? And... We don't even get each other anything now. Do you give each? Do you give them like a cash bonus as a thank you for a job well done? What makes you think I have any control over cash bonuses? It's your own money. You keep talking about having all this disposable income. You're building computers. You're going on doing this. You know, you give people a couple quarters and you say, "Hey, buy yourself a, a soft drink." No, no, I'm too. Uh, I'm too Scrooge for that. Do you? Do you do? Are you going to do anything for any work? person no 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 is your your office decorated i I did buy a couple of boxes of chocolate and i bought two because there are two offices in two different buildings that house people that work for me so i will bring a box of chocolate to the office for everyone in the office to share okay do you have a you don't have a secretary right you're your own secretary i assume correct Okay. Unless, unless you count Mrs. Manson, in which case, you know. I can't ask what you got her, because she'll be listening I to this. I have literally gotten her nothing, and she knows this. I have told her several times over the past couple of weeks, you know, I literally have no idea what to get you. There's nothing that I can think of that I think you want. There's nothing that you've expressed. And she's... And she's kind of on the same page as me. I have nothing that I want. She has nothing that she wants. A shared experience. Go out and do something. Go on a date. Oh, yeah, sure. A, right a, after daytime, we... a daytime date. You'll be home by 730. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. Well, yeah. we, we are doing a secret exchange. We have ascended beyond physical goods, DC. We are the same way. But uh, I got one of the themes was socks. You had to get someone socks, then chocolate, then a book. Don't ask me. I didn't come. I came up with two-thirds of this, not the sock part. But I would like to show you that I have I like how the camera just keeps blurring the socks. Even though it's clearly in the foreground, it thinks it's the background. Yeah. I now own a pair of Macho Man socks. You need to wear those to work. I'm going to tomorrow, except um, this is... The heel, and this is the toe of the sock, and uh, I tend to wear very large socks, so it is entirely possible that I will rip these completely, (laughs) and possibly need to wear them as, like, armbands. But, I'm going to read to you the back, because these are called Rock'em. Iconic superstars, legendary moments, unforgettable finishers, WWE socks by Rock'em Grapple the historic stories from the top ropes to the bottoms of your feet. Oh, yeah. 
I, I added that part. These are large, extra large, so maybe they will fit. It sounds like a um, very thoughtful gift from someone who knows the true DC math. Which is interesting, because there are only, I think, two people in my building that know about this part of me. So it's either them or somebody asked the right people. Correct. Do you wash your socks before you wear them? Oh, yeah. And as should you. Well, my evening's booked now. <laughs> Gotta wash some socks. Anyways. Just throw them in the sink, wet them down, and let them dry. I'd like to point out this is they have this like this is the back of his head. So the heel of the sock is his ass. Still blurred. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, what what's new in the world of Doc Manson? It's been well, less than a week, I suppose, since we've spoken last. Anything new and exciting? Finals are happening. The semester is winding down. Yeah. Almost done. Another semester in the can. That's nice. Finishing up with that teaching position, so I'll have a little bit more free time again, which is nice. But I thought um, you were looking at potentially doing it again. Oh, is this the, it's only the fall class? Correct. Correct. I don't know. I think they should try to keep you. Yeah, well, whatever. If they had a class, I probably would do it, but whatever. I can wait. It doesn't really matter. Um, I like having my free time anyways. It helps you to work on your, your Instagram mashups. It does. I've been doing those all week. That's been a lot of fun. How many hours would you say in 2019? How many hours do you think you have put into the Sound Scary podcast between the the artwork and the graphics and the recording and the editing and all of that stuff just just ballpark for me um 30 hours how many hours in the 5 or so years that DDT wrestling has been a thing would you say you've put into working on our show well, let's, let's see. There's 200 episodes, roughly. An hour an episode, roughly. 200 hours. All right. I'm just saying. I'm not seeing any DDT wrestling mashups on your Instagram page. Well, in fairness, you're not seeing any Sound Scary mashups on my Instagram page either. And I'm Nothing also not, seeing, I'm also not seeing anything that we're doing for DDT wrestling liked by one of the stars of the hit horror movie Us. Lupita, yeah, she liked uh, my mashup, and uh, she reposted it on her profile and tagged me in it. Always nice as an artist to be, uh, you know, tagged. And uh, yeah, that Instagram post has like fifty-two thousand likes on it now. You're famous. Not how many, really. How many new followers has it given you? Forty-two. Hey, that's pretty good. Considering I had 84 beforehand, that's you, a 50% you increase. Double? You, oh, no, that's not true. You haven't doubled. You've a 50% so, increase. Sure. I, <laughs> you know that percentages is where my math skills fall apart. Ratios, percentages, nope. I can get you. I can teach you up until that point, and then I'm done. Yeah, that's fair. Well, that was a nice success. I enjoyed that. It's only emboldened me to. Make more and start tagging people now, in my... Now, had you tagged her? I did it? not. I did put a hashtag with her name as the actress, so she must have been vanity searching and But that's it. fine. 
that again, I, I see people I've been having, I didn't have work today because of the 90 seconds of snow we had. Um, and so I spent some time today debating in my own head and then with people online who the wrestler of the decade was. And there were some people who just kept adding the people they were picking. And I'm like, they'll find you. Wrestlers have a lot of free time on planes and cars and, you know, arenas waiting sure. for the show to start. They vanity search themselves <clears throat> quite a bit. Yeah. So that's good, though. That's very, very good. Fifty two thousand likes. The thing that the thing that I do find discouraging about that is, let, let's face it, that's probably the closest that I will come to anything I ever produce false. going, quote false. unquote, viral. Okay, even if that's a false statement, let's just take the pure math of this, right? So 52,000 likes have translated to about 40 follows. Like, and I'd some of those are I'd calculate some of that those, percentage, but I'm bad at those. <laughs> but, and some of those are definitely bots that have added my profile because somebody famous, you know, mentioned me. But some of those are real. Most of them are real. Probably like 35 of them. But again, that conversion is so poor that I'm just like, man, what does it take as someone in 2019 going into 2020 to break through on social media if you are not already a celebrity? And frankly, I just don't think it's possible. I believe I have calculated the percentage. I had done it backwards. I was like, wow, that's 1,400%. No, that's not right. I, I think it is. Yeah, move that over. 0.06% of the likes led to led to follows. I think it's volume. Even that sounds high. But we, yeah. to, to answer your question, I think it's volume. <clears throat> you have to be producing so much. Like, your name has to show up in, <clears throat> you know, the entire cast's instagram pages and all of that and you have to be you know that's there's some wrestling artist rob shamberger or something whatever his name is but he seems to just produce such a prolific amount that people keep talking about his work and now he has some manner of celebrity but yeah it's tricky you know people who again we talked about this in episode 200 why are we still here when many of the other podcasts that started either with us or after us have fallen away. We're not trying to break through and become social media darlings. I'll take it if it happens, but... 100%. Don't get me wrong, I'd really like to be able to establish that. I'd love to be able to make an income from my social media presence and never have to work another day in my life. But that's just not in the cards. Yeah, my my followers has has slowly dwindled on Twitter. I've, now that Twitter has changed, you have to actually go to your profile to look. You know, I'm down to two thousand nine hundred thirty six. I uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've sort of just given up on Twitter. I don't really feel like Twitter as a platform is a place where you can actually attract people. Like to, like Instagram, I feel like it's e- it's sort of easy in comparison. The whole point of Instagram is here's a pretty picture. Did you like it? If you want to see more like this, follow me. You know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. there's a very clear mindset to that. Whereas Twitter, you actually have to care about the person or their opinions or something along those lines. And I'm not sure that's a thing that anybody can be brought to care about anymore. 
like don't get me wrong, we have very few people who are, I would consider, you know, the core uh, of this show, and they're very invested, but that's that, those relationships really all began four years ago at this point. Yeah. I'm not sure you can establish relationships like that anymore on Twitter. Well, I'm having a fantastic time in the DDT Bestie chat, which you would know had you stayed, but Frankly, you left. Well, because every single notification I got from that chat was about wrestling. I don't care about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Would you still say that the majority of the conversation is about wrestling? Let me look. Uh, let's see. No. Today's conversation was the difference between snooker and billiards. And Che started working nights and talking about how terrible the night shift is. We talked about Glenn being in the hospital. Glenn's in the hospital? He was. He's out of it. He had jaundice, which I didn't know you could still get. He had that last year, didn't he? Apparently there was a flare-up or something, but he's fine. He's mm. out of the hospital. I'm um, glad to hear that. Glenn, buddy, pal, feel better. But yes, there you know there has been some wrestling, but not since really Raw was the last time. But yeah, we talked about Matt Riddle. We talked about Luke Harper being released. Oh, he was released? He was. Luke Harper, The Ascension, and Sin Cara were all released Sunday, I believe. And by Sin Cara, they mean the character, or by Sin Cara, they mean Unico? Unico. And then on Monday, Tuesday, Monday, yesterday, on Tuesday, uh, Bobby Roode and Primo, because he's still employed, were suspended for a drug violation. Bobby Roode? Yeah. Okay. So, um... So, yes, there there is wrestling talk in the DDT Bestie chat, and I don't blame you necessarily, but you were in the Find Your Happy chat saying, where is everybody? Why is it so quiet? Well, many of us were having chats in the DDT Bestie chat, and I'm sticking around despite the fact that I have no idea what Pav's talking about half the time. And what? The Find Your Happy chat. I'm still there. Now, feel free to leave because I don't want to talk to you. We have fun. <laughs> That's the title. There it, it is. is. There it is. Callback. Oh. Uh, I'm mad at you, by the way. Why? Why am I mad at you? Why do you think I'm mad at you? Because you didn't text me to see if you wanted when we were going to have foe this weekend. Excuse you. That's Last why. week, when we spoke on this show, or maybe it was slightly after the show, you said you would text me. I don't remember that at all. And I have zero text messages from DC Matthews. I don't remember that. I remember saying we'll touch base over the weekend, and my text messages from you were gone. I'm going to start recording everything we say when the show is over. <laughs> As So you'll see, Your Honor. At 6.45, after the hour and 15 minutes, let the record show. Well, I am sorry. Mm, I bet you are. So, I think we should do it soon. I also think during the DDT Holiday Spectacular, um, I think you should help me get set up on Instagram. 
Because if Instagram is the place no. to be... Why not? Because it's a, literally an account you sign up for and then you post stuff. I think you can figure it out. You don't know that? <laughs> You're right, I don't know that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No. I... Uh, let me rephrase. I will sign up for an Instagram account during the DDT reward show. I also think we should get a P.O. box. We've been talking about it. We should either get the P.O. box or we should get the voicemail set up. One of those two things should happen. The voicemail might be cheaper. Yes, it definitely would be cheaper. So we should get one of those set up because I think in 2020 we need to have even more interaction with our besties. And so either having them be able to mail us stuff or put their voices on the air because people said they were going to send us voice messages for episode 200 and i don't remember a lot of what we record when we after we recorded but i don't think we got any no none so just saying uh tlc's this weekend are you excited nope did you watch are Di- you did you watch dynamite no you're no, di- I'm. Uh, you're I'm you're just done gonna... because you're not going to buy the pay per views, right? That's what we're I, I'm. I'm just officially declaring that I am done with wrestling. I I, I don't. I will still watch like, the occasional pay per view if GQ wants to come over, or I would say if DC wants to come over, but we know you don't. So um, I like coming over wanted... until I leave and I get crap for it. Not from you. Usually from GQ. You're usually uh-huh. like. Well, let me read the card to you, because there is a match on here that I think would catch your interest. So even if you don't watch the whole thing. Lay it on. um, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin in a TLC match. That's obviously not the one. That's not the one. That's such a good match. I can't wait to see it. Raptured. The New Day versus The Revival. That's not it either. Oh, that's going to be so good. Can't believe it. Going to be a great show. Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Three for three. My God. Oh, my K. Let's, Let's go here. Aleister Black versus Buddy Murphy. Yes, of course. Why wouldn't you do that? Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a table match. obvious choice. That is going to be so good. The Viking Raiders holding an open challenge for the tag team titles. Open challenges, always worthwhile. And I saved this for the end. In a TLC tag team match, the Kabuki Warriors will be taking on Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Oh, boy. Asuka, TLC match, Becky Lynch is good, Charlotte's good, tag team titles. I'll just watch Kanachan TV on the YouTubes. Are you still been watching that? Not, not much, but, you know, occasionally. <laughs> Again, the question I have, what do you do? I, know I you create don't... Christmas horror mashups for my Instagram page. How long does it take to make those? Depends on how intricate it is. Anywhere from 20 minutes to four hours. I'm going to look at these because I saw you posted them. I only posted four of them. I've got a lot more of them. On oh, my well, I assumed you only had the four. No, not a lot more, but I think I've got seven or eight. And I've got another four in the wings already done. I've just been releasing one a day. Um, You're very, much better at that than I am. I tend to just when I like send stuff out as soon as I'm finished working on it. And all he wanted for Xmas was his two front teeth. I like the balls. Thanks. The I knew tree won't be the only thing lit this year. Oh, that's good. I like that one. 
the best way to spread Christmas cheer. <laughs> That's my favorite. I figured it would be. I, I was going to say you should tweet that to Rick Moranis, but I doubt he has social media. I somehow doubt. I'm tr- <laughs> These are very good. These are very, very good. No wonder you're getting all of these, you know, accolades, the 52,000 accolades. Yeah, the 52,000 one is very good. That's probably the one I spent the most time doing. So to be recognized, that one was actually rewarding. But yes, you have three tweets in December. Yeah, I I don't really tweet. I do. I I tweet more in the find your happy chat than I do publicly. But even that's still not not, often. No. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's let's talk about it. Well, actually, no. Let me see. Have you seen the Ghostbusters trailer? Or have you not seen the Ghostbusters trailer? I have seen the Ghostbusters trailer. And your thoughts? And I'm waiting all week for this. Okay, two things. Number one, and this is something that I said about the 2016 reboot, all female cast of Ghostbusters as well. Uh, I am ready for more Ghostbusters in any form. However, they want to give me Ghostbusters stories, I'm ready for it, and I'm willing to find the enjoyment in it. I love the concept. I'm looking forward to it. I There's a lot of fun stuff it looks like in this film. I like the whole legacy aspect that they're going for. Um, I don't want to give too much away. Obviously, they give some of it away in the trailer, but just watch the trailer if you want to know that stuff. I think it looks good. I think it looks smart. Um, my reservations are the things that I think the most important thing that I think is wrong with what I've seen in the trailer is just like the 2016 movie. I don't think they've gotten the tone of Ghostbusters right. Um, in the 2016 movie, well, in the original movies, this is what I said before is in the original movies, you have these eccentric characters, the three, you know, original members of the Ghostbusters. They're eccentric, they're crazy, but the world around them, with the exception of the fact that, yes, ghosts exist, that New York is relatively grounded. It's pretty much normal. The 2016 movie, what they got wrong was the world was just as crazy as the eccentric main characters. There was no juxtaposition of the eccentricity and the everyday life. It was just madcap all the way around. So I felt like that was wrong. Um, what I've seen so far in just this trailer, which admittedly is only, you know, two and a half minutes, it seems like everything is too serious. Like, it, um, all the main characters, because the main characters ostensibly are younger audience ciphers, they, they um, these aren't, this, the, the characters in the movie are younger kids. And ostensibly, they have no exposure to the events that happened in the original Ghostbusters. So they're coming to that history knowing nothing about it. Just like, obviously, a new audience today of younger individuals would be. So in that way, it's smart. Again, they're ciphers. But what that means is they're blank slates. They don't know anything about any of this technology. They don't know anything about the stories. So therefore, they cannot be that same level of eccentric as that original cast was. So now, once again, they've lost the juxtaposition of the characters versus the world. But insofar as what I'm seeing, this, again, is just Ghostbusters played straight. 
It's almost like a coming-of-age tale for these younger family members that are uncovering the truth of their family. Which, don't get me wrong, is an interesting approach to the material, and one that I do want to watch. But already, I don't think it feels like Ghostbusters. No, I would agree, because now maybe it's because over the summer I watched three seasons of Stranger Things in pretty quick succession. And also the, one of the main characters from stranger things is one of the main characters in this movie, but that's really what it felt like is it felt like here is a, here is stranger things season four. Oh, and by the way, the ghost has the nostalgia components. It has that sort of throwback feel of a stranger things. It's definitely pulling on the nostalgia for those older films, but yeah, they're approaching the material straight like Stranger Things does, which don't yeah. get me wrong, I think it's an interesting project. I think it's an interesting approach. I do think it will be an enjoyable, good movie. Yeah. But my concern is, if you're expecting to go in to find a comedy like those first two films, especially the first one, I don't think that's what you're going to get from this. I like Paul Rudd, but he's not, I don't think, the same kind of you know, he's clearly trying to be a little bit of the comic relief and the, oh, I know exactly what these are. And this is what, you know, he's trying I think to, Paul he's connecting Rudd, the worlds, but. I think Paul Rudd could pull off a good Dan Aykroyd style race dance character at the heart of a new team or a new cast. Because I don't know that there's a team to be had here. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, I just, I don't know. And again, maybe that's good. Maybe they're not mm-hmm. giving away all the funny bits yeah. in the well, trailer. But. And obviously it was a conscious choice to not include any of the original cast in the trailer. Right. Correct. Like, I ex- I kept waiting for it. Like, you know, the, the last few seconds you would see them getting... And I suppose in fairness, I keep comparing the tone to that first film... Maybe that's not a fair thing to do. It is only one film, really, that managed that tone. When you think about Ghostbusters 2 with the original cast, even that tone, yeah, they are the eccentrics in the world, and the world is still sort of serious, but that second film does play more like a cartoon, I think, than the well, first one. By that so, point, the ghosts, you know. I guess my point is, though, the first film is really close to what I would consider a perfect film it really walks a very fine line of tone which is what i think makes it such a classic and i guess expecting any movie to actually match that what well, i then i think that's going to be your particular challenge you are such a fan of the franchise and the characters in that movie in particular that you're going to hope for some sort of the spirit of that to be channeled in this new movie and maybe there will be part of it the whole notion it took me a minute to catch on to the fact the the family connection oh yeah but i thought that was very clever i think so too so even and for I someone who is not like i'm not a huge ghostbusters fan but i'll go see that movie i think uh, i think i don't know i don't know obviously but they're really opening the door for harold ramus to appear in this film in some form or another and that excites me <laughs> yeah i think there will be enough of those type of things to make you happy, even if it's not necessarily the... the. I will enjoy this film. I've seen enough to see that they're te- they're taking the source material very seriously. Yes. They understand, I think, what P- 
people love about it. And while I don't think they can match the tone, as we've already discussed, that might be an unreasonable expectation. So the fact that they are approaching it from almost a nostalgia angle says they appreciate that a core audience of this film is an older audience who's coming back to sure. it. And they appreciate our opinion, while at the same time trying to roll in a younger generation as well. So in well, all fairness, they're approaching the material as smartly as I could ask for. Yeah, and that's it. That trailer was meant to bring in a new audience because they had you yeah. with the name. Oh, yeah. We're making a new Ghostbusters movie. They're making a new Matrix movie. I just saw that on Twitter before we started recording. They're making Matrix 4. It's going to yes, come out are. the same day as John Wick 4. Really? Yes. Keanu yeah, Reeves is going to have two movies out on the same day. That's not going to happen. One of those will get moved. Yeah. But I, I was like, what are you doing another Matrix for? I agree. We, we I mean, did, it sounds we like did that. it honestly looks like they're retconning. A lot of stuff well, from that I don't, first yeah. movie was great. The other two movies were less great. Yeah, but they still happened. And for Carrie Ann Moss to be returning to the Trinity character when she was impaled and died in the climax of the third film, uh, they're going to have to do some serious sort of retconning for well, that to make Neo's, any sort of sense. Neo's Jesus. He can go back and fix stuff if he wanted to. He had his moment carried on the cross into the city of light or whatever, so... She died. I'm aware. In the real Although, world, which was just another simulation. Wah, 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 wah. Whatever. Do you think we're living in a simulation? Probably. I, I like to think that we are in a simulation and this is what we've chosen to do with it. <laughs> Ever played The Sims? I spend a lot of time in the bathroom in The Sims. <laughs> but you know what the importance about that game is? We have fun. We have oh, fun. We have lots of fun. We have fun with emails. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. We've got five, and the first one comes from that nighttime worker himself. It's Che. Hey, guys. A little bit of fantasy booking for you this week. Rebooking the WCW invasion of WWF might be a hefty, hefty, hefty task, but if you could pull a six-match dream card from the two companies... What would you go with? You can go with stars that were active at the time, or if you have the time to put a bit of thought into it, go with all-time WCW versus all-time WWE. Hope you're both well and ready for the holiday season. Best wishes, Che. Sent from my Samsung Galaxy smartphone. Do you want to uh, take a break or something? No, I don't. Because... Do you have any matches that come to mind, WCW versus WWF? I would like to watch RoboCop versus the Gobbledygooker. That's one. There you go. There's your main event. Have you watched The Undertaker on the Broken Skull Sessions, his, the podcast he did with Stone Cold? I'm just asking. Because there's a funny part. Where he talks about when he was going to come out, he was going to make his debut. Uh, and he was terrified of being the gobbledygooker, yes. I the know. Eggman. I'm going to be Eggman. They're going to make me shave my head and shave my eyebrows, and I'm going to be Eggman. It's funny. I, I did hear about that. And that sounded funny. But uh, uh, The Crow Sting versus The Undertaker. That's one. Um, the problem is Ric Flair moved over and had a lot of the dream matches. 
DX versus the NWO. That's one. You keep making those sounds. Is there a reason you're doing so many bilabial fricatives? You make really convincing ones, too. Like, you need to go change. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll table this, because I have some thoughts on other... Now that he said all time, because I want to throw ECW in there. Uh, I'm going to table this. Che, if you're listening, somebody, if they're listening, uh, tweet me and remind me that this will be a by the book at some point, because I have some thoughts on this. The Ding Dongs versus the Bushwhackers. Yes. All right. Um, Pav, Royal Rumble brand lines. <laughs> Are you hiding behind your pop filter? Hey, guys. Wow. This week is my anniversary of when I discovered the NAI feed in 2015 that led to me finding DDT. On to the topic. My choice from my list of topics is this question. Do you guys think that the winner of both Royal Rumbles will only have the choice to face the champion of their own brand? For example, when the 2017 Royal Rumble, after the last brand split, started in July 2016, they hyped that the winner can only face the champion on their own brand. Hence a graphic coming up immediately after Randy Orton won it, that he will be challenging for the WWE title on his home brand. I think with a hard split on Fox and USA, the less said about the law-breaking criminal S asterisk, asterisk, I, Z, asterisk, Sami Zayn? Yeah. That is what that looks like, Sami Zayn. Has he been switching brands? Oh, yes, I suppose he did. He's now, ma he's now managing Mojo. Is he a manager solely now? Um, I don't know if he's battling injury, but he's now got Nakamura. I think he's managing Cesaro and now Mojo. <clears throat> so Does that he is skank every about. time he goes to the ring? I don't believe he's skanking, but he did at a live event almost get into a fight with a fan. Over skanking? No, over uh, some less than flattering racial epithets that the fan was throwing. And Sami Zayn got in his face. I think if Sami Zayn got in my face whilst skanking, that would be unnerving. <laughs> oh man, I used to skank. I used to want to be a skater so bad. We may see this 2017 scenario. Can you imagine how a USA executive would react if Brock Lesnar wasn't champion and headed back to SmackDown after winning? Many thanks. Pav, at Brandsplit Cop. Fun fact. As someone who shares the same birthday as Mickey Mouse, I found it interesting that the speed of a computer mouse is measured in Mickey's. It is the ratio between how many pixels the cursor moves on the screen and how many centimeters you move the mouse on the mouse pad. The directional movement is called the horizontal Mickey count and the vertical Mickey count. One Mickey is approximately one two hundredth of an inch. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Did you know that? Did you know it's called a Mickey? No, I did not. I will refer to it as DPI dots per inch. But he could be making these things up. I don't know. I don't 
Yeah. I don't fact check him. Um, I think at some point people will switch brands, but it probably will not be this year. Probably not this year. And I do think that it only makes sense if there's a brand split that you have to challenge your own champions. Especially if you're doing two rumbles with two winners. Um, if you're only going to do one rumble, then I could see having a choice for that winner. Yeah, but then does it... So if the men's Royal Rumble happens first and a guy from Raw wins, does that guarantee that somebody from SmackDown is going to win the women's Royal Rumble? No. That's, yeah, that's always weird. I like two Royal Rumbles, don't get me wrong. It's probably my favorite match type of the year, but... But I only need one. Or you just do it two different times a year. Yeah, that could work. Again, get rid of themed pay-per-views. We have a Royal Rumble in the spring. We have a Royal Rumble in the fall. Uh, Glenn, it's Christmas! Hey, guys. It seems that this time of year, you can't go into any store without being bombarded with Christmas songs. What are your feelings about the build-up to the festive season starting at the beginning of December? And what are your favorite Christmas songs and ones you hate? Thanks, as always, Glenn. Um, and dreaming of what? Christmas Just Just like like the ones ones I used to know know. We should form a band We should, looks so good Um Natural talent right there I have No practice I have headphones in my ears Almost every time I go into a store So I tend to not notice the holiday music one of those people? Oh my god yeah. You should have a delivery service for your groceries. <laughs> if you're going to the grocery store with headphones in your ears. One headphone in. I put it, I put the right one in. The left one goes tucked into the sweatshirt so I can still interact with people if I need to. But I've got a podcast on or I've got... But I shop by myself. You go shopping with Mrs. Manson. The two of you need to interact and talk to each other. I'm by myself. Do we? I'm, yeah, I would guess that you do. Do we? Yeah. So I take it out okay. before I take it out when I get to the checkout line. I do that. I get into the checkout line even if I'm not right away. Like if I'm in line in the checkout line, I will take it out because I understand that there has to be some sort of social convention and conversations may need to happen in the checkout line. But when I'm going to get my triscuits or my Bachman's pretzels or my turkey jerky, can't be. When can't. you go into that cashier line, you say, "Excuse me, while I whip this out." Every so often. With my recyclable bags. Because here in the nutmeg state, we don't do plastic bags anymore. We're so ahead of the curve. So you have recyclable bags, huh? Well, I have the the bags, the orange. No, some of them are orange. And you recycle them every time you use them, huh? I use them multiple times, yes. Do you get paper oh, bags? Oh, reusable bags. Yeah. That's different from a recyclable bag. Okay. Percentages and the difference between reusable and recyclable. These are the things I don't know. Yeah. Um, The one thing I think is cute about Glenn's question is him suggesting that the festive season starts building at the beginning of December. If it only started at the beginning of December, I would be okay with it. Yes. But realistically speaking, I don't, and maybe it's not like this in the UK, but here, the day after Halloween 
it's Christmas decorations and songs. So like November first, mm-hmm. and it, like doesn't matter that Thanksgiving is still a month away. They just go straight into Christmas season. Yes, um, and that's what I find maddening. If it started yeah. December first, I would have zero problem with it. I'd be well, okay. And with then it. and then they take the Christmas stuff down, and we're gonna get Valentine's Day in like two weeks. They'll start putting out the hearts and all of that stuff because yeah. it's just one big holiday to the next. Um, favorite Christmas songs and the ones I don't like. I like them all. I don't mind the Christmas songs. I tend not to listen to them a lot. But I had Michael Bublé's Christmas CD on the other day. That was kind of nice. Christmas time. Simply having wonderful Christmas. How do you feel about Santa Baby? I like Santa Baby. It makes me tingle in my nether regions. All I want for Christmas is you. Love it. Mariah Carey at her best. Oh, I wasn't talking about the song. Oh, all I want flattered for Christmas. (laughs) Um, That is one of my um, Christmas horror mashups. That's not on Twitter currently. I would have put them all on Twitter in that post, but I found out that Twitter limits you to attaching only four photos to a single tweet. Yeah, and when it grayed out and wouldn't let me do anymore, I was like, eh, I'll post the rest later. I appreciate that Mrs. Manson likes my idea of Hanukkah. Oh yeah, she was a big fan. She told me afterwards when she was listening to the show, she's like, I really like that idea. And the only reason I say that is because then I, in my head, I went, all I want for Christmas. This is what the killer says. All I want for Christmas is Jews. <laughs> so is the Hana killer. Oh, that's true. He is a rabbi. So I suppose. A Nazi or. No, <laughs> it's too real. Yeah. No, I want the rabbi. Yeah. The beard. It's got like human bones in it, fingers sticking out and stuff. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. Danielle found. Jingle Bell Rock, I like. I like Let It Snow. I like. Uh, um, do you like. Um, do they know it's Christmas time at all? No. Yeah. I don't think I know that one. Do they know it's Christmas? You know, talking about all these starving children in Africa. Do they know it's Christmas? I don't think I know that one. I will say the ones that I tend to not it's like, like are the live, religious songs. Yeah, it's it's like a, from a Live Aid in the eighties. Hmm. Hmm. Away in a manger. No thanks. I saw mommy closest, kissing Santa Claus. That's okay. The closest I get to a religious song that I like is the little drummer boy. But that's only because I really like. Yeah, that's about the only part that I like of that song. I like the Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Peace on earth, can it be? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your cock. What? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. You should have put that. In your dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun. <laughs> we have. I, I, again, DDT Holiday Spectacular. If we wanted to do some holiday karaoke. Is there a Hanukkah song besides like the Adam Sandler one? Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made you out of clay. And when you're dry and ready with dreidel, I will play. Have you hey. ever made a dreidel? Made a dreidel? No. 
you've actually reminded me. I think I have. I got to dig around somewhere in my classroom. I should have some dreidels. That would be a great thing to teach my kids. Yeah, teach them how to gamble. Go ahead. That's a good idea. That's what the dreidel game is. It's gambling, folks. Whatever gets and me through DC the next. Matthews is teaching third graders how to gamble. Be outraged. Whatever gets me through the next six and a half days. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, Danielle, found questions. Hello. In the midst of moving, I found some random papers I had stapled together of questions to ask you all. It's at least nine questions, but I'll ask one of them for each email. Almost done moving, yay. And I've got my final Friday before a three-day three break before U.S. history post-Civil War begins during the Winter Intercession. Question. Are there any movies you can quote accurately? Holiday Cheers, Danielle Sullivan. No, I guess not one. I guess the definition is like how accurately, like literally word for word, opening credits to closing credits. No, but I used to be able to do opening credits to closing credits of the first Die Hard film. The first Die Hard. Yeah, when I was a kid, high school, there was one summer where I watched that film about 150 times. And I knew the entire script backwards and forwards. Like, I could recite it 100%. Do you know, is that actually Alan Rickman's first movie role? I I saw something that said that it was, and I don't know if that's true or not. That I don't know, but I also doubt it. Yeah, I would doubt it as well. Plus, any movie with Carl Winslow in it, I'm going to be a fan of. Um, Die Hard 3, my cousin and I watched probably 12 times during like a week at my grandmother's house. So that one I knew pretty well for a while. But the feather flock together as do pigs and swine. Rats and mice have their chance as will I and so have mine. Nice. Rhymes. Why was the phone busy? Who were you calling? Psychic hotline. I advise you to take this more seriously. What do you expect me to say? It's a public phone. You, you could simply say that there was a fat woman on it and it took you a minute to get her off. As I was going to St. Ives, I met a man with seven wives. The seven wives had seven sacks. The seven sacks had seven cats. The seven cats had seven kittens. Kittens, cats, sacks, wives. How many were going to St. Ives? What were the film. women with the wives doing? Take it up. Take it back for all I can. Yeah, those the are good films. The man's name was Zeus. I don't know if I've seen the second one. The second the one's not as good. Yeah. But the first one and the third one are excellent. Yes, I agree. Um, Princess Bride, I know pretty well. As I was reading the book, I'm like, I know all of this. So those would be the ones I would say. Uh, at one point, Face Off. I love that movie so much. Really? I hate that movie. Face Off. <laughs> no more drugs for that man. Our final email comes from the Ultimate Warrior, Ryan. Food challenge. Dear DC and Doc, if you were to have an opportunity to cook for Chris Morocco... What would you make? Would you dare make him one of his own recipes? Bring your A-game, Worrier. Do you know who Chris Morocco is? I do not. He's a guy on the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. Which Can Ryan... I just pretend that this is the fat guy with the Crocs? Mario Batali? Sure. I would say if you had to cook to impress anybody, if Lapita Nyong'o, I think is her actual name, if she was that coming is? over to your house for dinner, what would you make? What what is what is Doc Manson's go to? This is my recipe. I kill it every time. I'm gonna whip it out. Oh my! 
Um, I might make a chicken and sausage gumbo. You make a very good one. Can I request the first that thing for that the popped DDT, into my huh? head? So. Can I can I request that for the DDT holiday episode? But that is a labor intensive thing. It is, but it's delicious, isn't it? We could we could record while we're making it. That would be messy. Do they still sell okra? I haven't seen okra in a long time. Probably. If you go to the right places. Um, I think I would do what I call special chicken, but it is just a breaded chicken cutlet with uh, garlic and olive oil pasta. I believe that would mm. be my that would be my go to dish for Chris Morocco. He seems he seems like he's you know He's a good chef, but he seems like a fairly down-to-earth guy. He's not looking for, you know, cassoulet or anything like that. Um, thank you to Che and Pav and Glenn and Danielle and Ryan for the emails. Doc Manson, I turn to you once again, my friend. What is your piece of positivity as we head into this, the penultimate week before Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's two well, weeks from you know, today, I believe. My real piece of positive. Well, no, I've got I've got two. Okay. And the first one we've already talked about. It was going to be my fifty-two thousand likes sure. on Instagram. That's been bringing me a source. It's been a source of joy to me all week. Watching that number continue to go up. It is petering out at this point. I don't know that it's actually going to make it to fifty-two thousand. It's fifty-one and some change, I think. Um, but yeah, that's been really cool to have that happen. And I've been enjoying that. Just thinking how many people have seen this and apparently liked it, even if it did, you know, have to get reposted by a famous person. However, the other thing that I'm looking forward to this week, and I would guess this really is the real piece of positivity then. Um, in two days, DC. Two days. In two days, it will be Friday the 13th that is true friday the 13th in december and to commemorate to the occasion there will be a joe bob briggs last drive-in special on shutter uh dubbed the red christmas special i don't know what the movies are as always those are a secret until the marathon starts but That's i will cool. be glued to my television uh, starting around 9 p.m. on Friday night to watch the Red Christmas Marathon. Excellent. Are you going to live tweet it? Or live I doubt it. Instagram it? Or are you just going to enjoy? I'll probably just enjoy it. I might send a couple of tweets, and I'll probably honestly only watch the first movie on Friday night because who can stay up for three movies in a row starting that late? you got to stretch out the joy. Exactly. But I'll watch the first one. I'll have some fun. And I'll catch up on the other two once they post the next day. Excellent. Uh, I have two as well. Um, one is the fact that for the first time in I don't know how long, uh, we are two weeks out of Christmas, and I believe I am 90% done. Like, presents bought, wrapped, organized. I literally have not bought one present for any person. And I, I keep like I keep looking... I keep looking for inspiration, and it's just not hitting me this year. It helps that my parents make, like, we all make Amazon wish lists, and we just go through and raid each other's wish lists. That would be useful. I'm sure your brother has one. I 
don't necessarily think that's true. Okay. Do you how do you do gifts for the nuclear Manson family? Not really. So then who are you buying gifts for? Oscar and Mrs. Manson. But you said you're not you've moved beyond gifts. I as I've just told you, I have not bought one gift for anyone so far. You should make some gumbo for everybody. That would be the gift. I want to get a gift. I just don't know what. I'm running out of time, DC. Diamonds. Precious. She's got one of those. That's precious, precious jewels. She's. Have you seen how much jewelry she owns? No. Why would I notice jewelry? <laughs> Listen. This is mostly just because my mother worked in a jewelry store. I know her that. profession. So that's not a thing for which my wife wants. New Again, very lucky on our behalf for that, but, you know. New baking things, the latest. Get her an Instapot or one of those ninja ovens, air fryer. Or um, we could just keep baking our chicken and eating it that way because, you know, it's healthy. That works. Though you're frying with air. Air's healthy. But yes, I am I am pretty good to go with the holidays. I've got like one or two lingering things to... to Is that true? It was my impression that an air fryer still requires a small amount of oil. Is that not true? I have no idea. It has the word fry in it, so it's not allowed in my house. Fair. I'm so. pretty sure it uses a, a very small amount of oil, but I could be wrong because I've never used one. So the second... Um, piece of positivity is actually food related. Um, I've been making these chicken burger patties. I made them on Sunday and they were so good that when I was at the store on Monday, I bought another thing of ground chicken and made them again. So ground chicken, panko breadcrumbs, lots of smoked paprika, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, pepper, Olive oil in a, in a saute pan. Get them nice and crispy. Mwah. Divine. Simple. Olive oil. Yeah. Of course. Simple. I, I, I use... I, it's not like deep fried, but... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they are the healthiest thing, but... But they're tasty. They, they are tasty, and they could, be, they could be unhealthier. Also, shout out to getting a delay on Monday that I was absolutely not expecting and jumping around the house so much that I almost blew my knee out again. Like, I felt it start <laughs> to go. And I was like, whoa, okay, let me calm down. Calm my body. I don't believe we got any time off this week for Yeah, I had snow. two days off last week, and then I had a delay and a day off today. I'm not going to be happy in June when I'm working until Fair. the end of the month again. But for now, it's been pleasant. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. You know what is also pleasant? Talking to you. Ah, we have fun here, don't we? We have fun here. Episode 203. Sounds right. Of the DDT Wrestling Podcast 2019 rapidly coming to a close. We'll have to start talking about our dreams and aspirations for 2020. And what big, exciting plans. New year, new me. What exciting things we're going to be doing. Uh, but for now, thank you for joining us on this fun-filled episode. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Uh, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Uh, you can email us at podcast.ddtwrestling.com. Go to our website. It's ddtpod.com. You can listen to more of this show. 
wherever you get your podcasts. We're, we're there, too. And, you know, go to Patreon, because we got one of those. Or not. We want your money. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling. Give us some. It's true, it's true. Give us some jingle this month. Give us some jingle jangle. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourself a fan flippity tastic rest of your week. And until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our bestie? Do you think anybody actually listens to the closing segment where they would even know that I just did that differently? <laughs>